Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. It is time for Directions. As the name entails, it is that one show where we do our best in our B to point you in the right direction. And how do we do that? Now we offer words of wisdom, cheer, motivation, whatever it takes to accompany you on your journey of self-evolution. It is a never-ending journey. We can only get better because everyone else is taken, so you can only be you. And that is why we made this show for you. However, today's own version of directions is unique in the sense that we give listeners a chance to tell their stories. Now, some choose to reveal their identity, some choose to remain anonymous. But one thing that's most common, listeners who are at a place of, would I say, confusion. So they're at a phase in their life where they need clarity and probably a third party's opinion to help point them in the right direction. Today's story is one that I chose out of the four I had because I felt like this is heartbreaking and we do not usually hear men cry, especially cry out. But this one is a grown man who's tired. Before I go any further, this, of course, is your home of conversations, Lagos Talks 91.3. My name is Paula Chine, and with me is... It's Ify. Good afternoon, guys. Ify. Ify, how was the queen? How's it going? <laughs> how was the what? The qu- oh, no, the king. The queen is dead. I know when they say, where have you been? I've been to London to yes, see the to queen. see the king. How is Charles? Um, I'm not really sure how he is. Um, well, okay, how is Camilla? Given that I did not go to England, <laughs> um, I have been around guys, but I was away on a training that I must say Ooh. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Thanks to the BBC, um, thanks to Pascal, thanks to Suzanne. Yeah, it was a, it was a very interesting one. I got to learn a whole lot. It was very interactive. I just love it when trainings go beyond just feeling like. I'm in a training or hey I'm here to learn such and such it became part and parcel of our just communication flow so I, I loved every bit of it and so I'm glad I'm back hopefully get to you know implement some of the things that I learned okay exactly all right now Ify what do you know about men crying out before I tell you the story have you do you what do see... I know about them crying out yeah because you know how you, being, yeah. you hear when a grown man is not meant to cry I, what... I, obviously I have obviously we know that it is somewhat taboo to see a man cry mm-hmm. but we also understand that tears and emotions are not peculiar to just one gender. One gender exactly. It is a perfectly normal human emotion, perfectly normal human response to, you know, trauma, to um, sadness, to just feeling distraught, down and out, confusion. And the list goes on and on. Although we are getting to a place where, you know, we are creating space and an environment allowing men also express themselves emotionally Mm -hmm. we haven't gotten there fully because it's also a thing of um preference for some people you know who would say i would rather they don't cry i would rather the men around me not cry Mm -hmm. i would rather the men around me you know quote unquote man up 
So, yeah, that I think that's pretty much the gist of it when it comes to men emotions and um, men crying. Uh, but behind closed doors, they do cry, especially they cry. they cry in front of people that they are able to be vulnerable um, towards, you know. So <sighs> It is sad. Now, this particular listener, there's a part where he says he cries himself most nights to sleep. So wow. let me just dive right in. It says, ladies, hi, happy new month in advance, not to waste time. I would go right in. So uh, he says, my name is B and my union is seriously on the rocks. I have been having a very rocky marriage, but for the sake of not wanting another man to father my kids, I have been quiet. Even days when I'm assaulted, I leave and I cry in my office parking lot just to restrain myself from hitting a woman. My BP is super high. In fact, let me shed more light. I'm the son of two late workers of God. My father and my mother were both deacon and deaconess right on to the day they died. They died in a car accident on their way home from a crossover night in 2012. I happen to be the first child of three kids and the only son. Now that makes me the major provider for my family. Both my younger sisters look to me for everything and I ensure I do all I can to make them okay. I met my wife, D at church. She was in the UK but came back to the country and she quickly joined our media team. She's very beautiful and extremely charming and was awesome with the media department. My uncle, who's the presiding pastor, was the one who started pointing out her potential to me and with a little push, I summoned the courage to talk to her and make my intentions known to marry her. She was willing to also embark on a proposed 90 days courtship which my uncle suggested, and we began dating. She was the sweetest bride-to-be, so by the end of the 90 days, it was only right that I had made all of the wedding arrangements within the next fortnight from then. We got married, and we were blessed with a boy and a girl. The issue started when I got promoted at work, and I became a PR head for my company, which is a fintech company. Now, I get invited to events and I even make trips on behalf of the company. My wife, however, always insists on accompanying me. And when it's possible, I gladly let her do so. She also tries to control all of the finances and I have hidden nothing from her. Never have I been with any woman aside her. She was actually my first love and it's the only woman I've ever been with. Now, in May, my sister's came to me saying that they wanted to expand their business. I went through their account and I saw that they were doing very well. As a matter of fact, they had saved a lot and I was impressed. So I went on to give them the remaining 6 million naira they were asking for. These are two ladies who are 27 and 25 years old with only a year and a half of hair business. And they were doing so well and turning money over. Once my wife knew about this, she all hell was let loose. She first said they wouldn't be staying with us as they now have money to live independently. She began to quarrel and say, I'm into, I'm not into her dreams, but instead I'm into my sister's dreams. This is a lady I have gotten three different jobs and she will quarrel at work and resign and come home. She's very quarrelsome and brags about her worth as my wife. If I correct her, she would say, I'm taking sides. She'll go on to tear my shirt and she'll scream to you. The neighbors of security knock at the door. I'm a victim in my own home. My sisters have had the door locked on them or the kitchen locked when she's home and I'm not. I gave my wife 9 million naira last year to import some clothes. She ended up just shopping extravagantly for herself and 
my kids. And she even fought the few clients that she gained that period. My BP is currently so, so high and I'm beginning to get fed up. I recently opened up to my boss at work and at the beginning of July, I got an offer to move as an expat to our South African branch and I'll be earning well, even better than I am. For the first time, I'm actually thinking of leaving my family behind, but I love my kids. They motivate me every day and they keep me sane through all of the chaos. I love my wife, but I'm fed up and that love is dying. Now she's crying and she's saying she will change and she wants us to be happy once again. I cry every day most times because I'm an orphan and she uses it to torture me when we get into a heated argument. I know if I should hit her, my late parents will be mad at me, so I walk away, but I'm crying too much. Divorce is a no-no. It's a sin and I'm not really thinking about it. However... Should I go on and leave them behind and move on without them for the time being? Because I find myself crying myself to sleep most nights. Can a woman that angry change? What if she disgraces me when we get to South Africa? What can I do? Please help me decide what's best. Thank you and God bless you all. <sighs> wow. That is a very yeah. precarious position to be in. You know. Um. So... I have a couple of things that I want to say, but I want to open up the phone lines first uh, so that we don't you know, necessarily put the conversation towards a particular direction. I want to ensure that we are as diverse as possible in the different takes that we're going to receive today. So we're going to open up the phone lines first. Okay. Let's just hear what people have to say about this situation. What are your thoughts about this? Please feel free to join the conversation. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Hello, if you good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? If you welcome, I'm Ben from Eva. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Happy New Week. Happy, Happy New, New Week. week. Right. I, I hear the story. I'm telling you, this man uh, had a problem in his household. Mm. I can't go and tell myself the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Marriage is not number one thing. Mm. And the one thing I want you to do, marriage is not an achievement. Every <laughs> part of the world, you are still married as an achievement. It's not an achievement. Your life is more important. If this man dies now, so everything has ended. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, the, the Bible I gave you is against divorce. The Bible is not against separation. Do you understand? Yeah. Man, God has made a way for this man now. This man is a problematic human being. Mm. She's a naggy. Hmm. She's too, too problematic. She can't that will kill her husband. This man has grief. He would have died himself. So what is this? It is um, a, 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 a lifeline God has made available for him. So to 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 just excuse himself for some time. It is not that also he will take care of the family. Then you need to go to South Africa. Don't take this woman along. Go. If you <laughs> take him along, you will not get another opportunity. He will die here in South Africa. Go. Hmm. Okay. All right. 
you will learn how to lay hand on a wife and pray for her. It is better. Let me say this to Marie. It's a different personal problem. Pray for her. Pray for her seriously. She she will change. Amen. Yes, my mother can change. Amen. Yes, God. God is in the business of changing people. She can change. Don't just write her off. I'm not. I'm not encouraging that. But let him go and be fresh and fresh. Then this woman will miss him and know how important the man is to her. Mm. But then we need to be praying for this woman. The government of God, I have an answer. Take out for the reason. She doesn't right. know. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your take. Okay. We'd have to take more calls now. Please feel free to join the conversation. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? All right. We have someone here. Very quickly, within a minute, Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Hi. What's your name? Jenny. Victoria from Redemption Camp. All right. Let's oh. hear you very quickly, please. If the thing is the way he has said it because we've not heard the woman's side mm. Mm. if it is exactly the way he said it first and foremost if you excuse the woman mm. you know she just sometimes when there's a um, space gap the other um couple i mean the other person tends to think more deeply and receive sense because right. from what he has said is that the woman needs to Give you give us space so that you think and um, you know just reevaluate her life. All right, and Victoria. Say, this is what she wants. All right, so thank you. Separate with her first, and then make sure he keeps. He makes sure that you know the welfare of the children and even the woman too uh, is well taken care of. But I will advise space for now. Space. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your take. All right, please feel free to join the conversation. The phone lines to call before we take a very quick break. 0809 if you'd like to call us on WhatsApp directly or you'd like to send a WhatsApp message, the WhatsApp line is 0809-234-5913. We're also on Twitter at Lagos Talks 913. Please ensure that you send us a tweet if you'd like that or send us a WhatsApp message. Let's take this next call. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. My name is Collins Peter. Hi, Collins. I like your energy. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm calling from um, Abramadesai State. All right. Let's hear you. What's your take on this issue? Okay. Um, my take on this particular issue is that, um, first and foremost, that man is um, a description of a perfect gentleman. I must say that. And um, I must commend him also for being this patient and, 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 and all that. Um, another key thing that I also want to point out is the fact that the sisters are super grown. For me, they are super grown to at least get an apartment of their own. Yes, because I think that's one of the um, major problems in that uh, family. You know, it's easier for men to stay together. In fact, 10, 20 men can stay in one house and issues, but... When it comes to like two to three women, especially when it's in-law and sister-in-laws and stuff like that, 
you know, it's always uh, problematic sometimes, especially when you have um, maybe daughters, uh, 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 daughters. So now, if you can possibly assist the, uh, the sisters, maybe either rent an apartment for them or something like that, I think that will go a very long way in solving this issue. Then, probably, so at least he has to take okay, a, a break. Okay, um, Collins. Either go to the South Africa and then... Okay, um, Collins. So the brain will be reset. So, Collins, um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that you mentioned getting an apartment. But you know some families, if probably he wasn't an orphan, he would have preferred if his sisters lived with their parents too. They got married. And mm. seeing that he's their major surviving family member yeah. and the first... He might feel that need to, you know, just act like a father figure or a parent to them. In fact, the reason, the reason why, one of the major reasons why I tried to call him is that, in fact, the, the, this guy's story is just like my own, although I'm not married yet, but okay. I, I'm an orphan like him. Oh, sorry about that. Yes. Okay. So I, 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 see, I, I think the sisters being the least he mentioned their age like the other one is 25 according to uh, the story 25 the and is, um, 27 if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh-huh. so i think it's of time for even if it's like a single room for both of them Absolutely. the start to at least move away from from that uh this I, I, I strongly believe that all right to solve part of this major problem all right all right thank you very much now just even speaking about that you know it's it's very important that couples have these sorts of conversations. You know, mm-hmm. one thing that I learned earlier on is always have the tough conversations as soon as possible so that you know the direction of the relationship. It is not everyone that will be tolerant of this. Now, those who are not tolerant doesn't make them any less of humans or any less, you know, nice or kind. It's always advised that there shouldn't be any form of interference, you know, in your marriage, especially at the beginning. The early years are your foundational years. You don't want to have any interference from your family. And it's the truth. And that's the reason why couples these days, what they advise to do is to have this conversation and say, listen, babe, I know that we both love our family, but let's make it a commitment that we're not going to allow any of our family members stay over at our house, maybe for more than a day or for more than a weekend, at least for the first three years of our marriage. Let's sort it out by ourselves. Let's figure, like, let's make this house our home. Let nobody feel any less at home than the other person, where Mm -hmm. sometimes you might feel like, oh, your your entire family is taking over our house. Is this really my home? You know, Mm -hmm. am I the outsider or am I the visitor in this this my house? You get what I mean? And also understand that that dynamic does stand when you hear things like, the home sort of belongs to the woman. It is yeah. the truth because the home, a lot of times, is the woman's territory. She nurtures it. Especially true. if that is the understanding between the man and the woman in terms of the roles. Because roles, a lot of times, it, it, it sort of brings a semblance of like organization where everybody knows what is expected of them. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what we want each other to do so that things will go smoothly and flow smoothly. If you come to an organization, if your roles are not clearly defined, it causes a form of disarray, confusion. You know, it's just a, a lot of scatteredness going on. But within the home, if both of you agree, okay, this is what is expected of us. This is what we are supposed to be doing, blah, blah, blah. So a whole lot of times when we take a look at the traditional system within the home, the home pretty much belongs to the woman because she is the homemaker. So a lot of times you would see that in the dynamics of, of the African setting that more often than not, it is the sister's family or, so, or rather it is the wife's family 
that usually has more like of an access into the home mm. where maybe it's the wife's little brother, the wife's The man is just taking care of her family. Exactly. Putting hers before his. Exactly. And even, not not, not that, but I, I, I still am trying to even understand that, you know, that dynamic. If mm-hmm. it's because of the understanding of but- the wife is a homemaker so the home is the wife's territory because i i wonder why it's it, it's it's that it's way mostly where that way you would see it's mostly the woman's family that comes to the house it's mostly mm. the woman's sisters and brothers that come to the house you hardly see the husband's siblings come to the house to stay mm. as much or as long as this as the wife's family so that's another area because it, 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 it when just in making reference to what he had mentioned about like his younger you know siblings mm-hmm. and all that which is understandable because you you are like the father figure, but understand that when you do get married, it might not be to that become way. one exactly to become one. And depending on the type of woman that you've married as well, she may not necessarily align with it. But I said this before: the fact that your wife doesn't align with it doesn't make her any less of a good person or a nice person. It just might be her preference. A, what she it might prefers. be her preference. She just wants a place where there isn't any interference whatsoever. Except it is absolutely necessary because, of course, if your family members, they need help and if they're in trouble, you know, obviously you can't just turn a blind eye and not do anything. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? But if it's something that could, an alternative could be created where you can afford to get maybe a one bedroom and say, you know what, Even he can get like somewhere close by for his sisters. Close by and say, you know what, guys, just move in here, move in here, you know, that type of thing. So a lot of these conversations need to be had at the beginning however now that this is not a situation where you are about to get married is that you've gotten married is that you and have the, your children a boy and a girl exactly so now the dynamics are completely different so I, Ify, do you okay. think sorry to interject do you think now if they were to move to south africa away from his sisters it just might enhance things absolutely no i i think what what what, what they should be looking at is a more in-depth um solution to whatever they're experiencing. What they're experiencing at the moment is not it's not anything, you know, foreign or unusual or out of the ordinary that other couples have not experienced, right? Because you have to understand that you as a grown man, an adult man, me as an adult woman, who've come from different backgrounds, you know, different forms of socialization. Our experiences are different. We've brought all of that baggage into one marriage or one relationship. It will take a long time, you know, to an extent for us to get to a point where we are 100% maybe synchronized synchronized or like comfortable or it will take time for us to truly know the depth of each other's baggage you Mm. cannot know the depth of each other's baggage just in the first year of marriage or just you know in the first year of relationship or whatever it will take time and you see and that's the reason why in marriage counseling as well your communication you know the style of communication the frequency of communication is something that is advised because as you go through marriage it's like every day comes with a new revelation you know, I, I've seen this new thing about this. Is this how she was? Is this how he was? You discovered I, pet peeves. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not seen this one before. Are you changing? It's not like the person <laughs> is changing. The person has been that if way. He said, are you but changing? Exactly. But they're just specific triggers <laughs> that reveal specific parts of a human being to you. True. It's called triggers. They're things that trigger an aspect of a person that the reason why you never saw that thing was because those triggers never existed until mm. you got into marriage. Mm. I saw certain things started triggering 
the response in certain areas and you're not realizing, okay, so this is the way she or he responds in this given situation. So you need to understand that as a and as a human being, as an individual, as complex as you are, this is what is expected from your partner. And so rather than say, oh, should I leave her in Nigeria? Should I this? Should I that? The question is, how best can you mitigate this situation? Identify what exactly is this issue? You say that your wife is problematic. You say that she's giving she's you quarrelsome. issues or she's very quarrelsome. Has there been, been a form of, you know, counseling? Has there been a form therapy. of therapy, you know, to unpack these issues? Because the truth is... You know how when you and your friend, this is an example where, ha, like, have a quarrel, both of you feel like you have a point. And the other is wrong. And the other is wrong. Or the one person is like, you're not getting my point. The other person is saying, yes, I'm getting my point, but you're not getting my point. And it's like a back and forth thing. So what that means is that at that moment, you may not be the best people to sort out that situation. That third party that is neutral, that is that I would advise should be some form of counselor or therapist could be the best person in that because you need to unpack certain things, right? Just sort out the, the, sort the out, friction. Do you get what I mean? Happening. Like, why is this person quarrelsome? Was she always quarrelsome? Was she always He didn't make mention of that during the courtship. Good, she was exactly. the sweetest and most charming. There That's you go. So what would have triggered this area of her? What exactly is it? Was it after her kids? You know, because women, mm, you know, sometimes some people say, oh, she, depression. exactly. Some mm. people are like, oh, she changed after she had her first child. Oh, after her second child, she, she became someone completely different. And there's some women who even say that, oh, my husband became completely different human being when i had our when we had our first child when we had our second child so these are some of the things that need to be unearthed to identify what are these like where did it come from what are the triggers because if you run to that you are still married on paper you know and the fact that and the fact that you have children it means that you would always have a connection mm -hmm. right your children are your, if you're going to co-parent there's no way that you can co-parent without your the other parents. That's why it's called co-parenting. So you need to unearth what the, the, exactly the issue is so that you know that you are sorting it out one after the other and you are becoming, you as a couple, are becoming the best versions of yourselves because you are not the same person three years ago. You're not the same person four years ago. And they need to understand that. Wow, if you thank you. But you're scaring me, though, because it's too true. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Tabo from Hello. Dolphin. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pula, you didn't say my name. I'm good. Pula? Pula. Pula. <laughs> I'm good. If he's here as well. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, hi Ife. Good afternoon. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let me quickly make the points I wanted to contribute I think okay. this story is also, we can take some lessons and, you know, it, in some ways it serves as a cautionary tale. I find, I issue with the fact that, that we had only 90-day courtship and I'm of the opinion that it wasn't that she changed, it was that she hid who she really was. Ooh. That is my own, yes, that is my own submission. So I think it's necessary. I don't like the idea of short courtship because i mean especially you know with the outline that's number one number two i also feel that he probably is blaming the pastor who recommended her so i also do not hold much stock in 
in marriage by referral i feel it's it's better you personally do your own due diligence on who it is that you want to marry so those are the two things that i wanted to point out all right thank you so much for that taiwo Thank you. All right. Have a fantastic day. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Oh, Tony, Tony the way Tony dragged the mic, it's like she's about to say something. All right. Oh, let's just hear you. The mic. But uh, since everybody knows I'm here, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have another caller on WhatsApp. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Alex from Okota. Okay, Alex. Join the conversation. Okay. Um, concerning the conversation, I my own I um intake is that number one, the man should apply wisdom. Hmm. This is quite a delicate matter. Okay. Because it involves a man and a wife. Mm-hmm. Number one, I, I I don't know if I heard the whole scenario correctly. Did he consult or did he talk to the wife before? Funding the sister's business. The two I sister's don't businesses. think so. I don't remember okay. seeing that. Okay, so that is one error on his own side because when you when you're married, you you become one. Your decision is no longer your decision; it's now our decision. Correct. Then another thing is them staying under their roof. I mean, the sisters staying under the the married couple uh, roof. I mean, it's. It's a no-no to me to an extent. I'm not saying it should change. I'm not saying it should. Uh, they shouldn't have stayed with him. But for the fact that he's married now, he's bringing. He had come in with another female, which is the wife. So she will never have. I don't see. I mean, I'm not, it's very rare for you to see a wife being comfortable, staying under the same roof where the the husband's um sister, especially the two right. there, there are, you know. I mean, they should have um, made uh, some form of arrangement, get an apartment for them to stay outside of his roof, especially this early stage of his marriage. All you right. understand? So I think he, he, he got some facts wrong. He, he needs to just work on that. Especially whenever he's taking decisions, he should always consult the wife. The woman might just be... All right, Alex, the- we may have to take other calls, but all right, just... All right, all right thank you for that. All right, and have a nice day. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, well, we can hear you. Shogun. Shogun from Medjota. Okay, let's hear you. Yes, uh, good afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me just uh, contribute because uh, uh, what is actually going on is that listening to you, know, especially when it comes to marriage. We we cannot actually view everything. It's just uh, some kind of summary of what is going on. But... I will advise, number one, that the guy should not take the wrong step. Because as the head of a family, you need to put your family in proper shape before you take a move or travel. No doubt, every woman, I can, I'm married, so I cannot allow my sister to come and live with me because women naturally, they are jealous. Them. You get mm-hmm. they don't want, And the kind of... Uh, the kind of relationship between that man and the sister is the closeness. It will make that woman look so healthy. Everything, because the guy will talk more to her sister than the wife when it comes to the particular All sister. right. And the woman will not like it. All so right. You need to just put a step 
and ensure that because at the end of the day, me, I always blame any family. I always blame man for any family that goes wrong because you are the head. It's either you just calm down and see through the situation and handle it carefully. Okay. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. This kind of situation is everywhere because the family tree in Nigeria is very very strong. We cannot detach that. In Nigeria, all right. all right, thank yeah. you so much. So all right, the guy sit down, do your arithmetic very well, do the statistics, look into the problem, and spot it. Because if you start looking elsewhere, uh, there's another woman somewhere that is the same thing everywhere. Just all make sure right. that we, as a leader, that's all. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, I see we have a message on WhatsApp. Olawale here says, Hi, baby girls. Ooh, okay. Great combo of two. (laughs) If they said we're two romantic babes. Yeah, thank you. Wow, thanks. So someone says, Hi, ladies. Good afternoon. Please, can you repeat the topic? I just came to the car, so please repeat from Cheesy Cheesy. You might have to catch up. Via our podcast, right? We'll put out the story on our socials. And yes, you can catch up with that. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.